0: Welcome to the Women in My World podcast. I'm Sherry Rigby. Do you need some inspiration in your life to keep walking in your faith as you step into your calling? The women in my world's guests will impact you as they share their triumphs and their tragedies through the art of storytelling, as we discuss the world today and how they are influencing it. The show is dedicated to women who put their faith into action by tackling critical real life issues that will change and impact the world. I am excited to share the mic with celebrities, authors, influencers, and trailblazers—and world changers—as they dig deep into how they overcome by leaning into Christ. After a decade in the music industry, in upstate New York, God redirected the trajectory of this sassy Italian-German girl's life to literary works after moving to Franklin, Tennessee with her husband and her two children. I am talking about my guest today, Lana. Lana has led Heartprint Writers Group for 10 years and helps authors' dreams come true. She wrote Habakkuk, Hope, and a Bible study that takes a look at Habakkuk and her own wrestling conversations with God and shares their journey back to hope. Lana is a woman's ministry leader, certified life coach, and public speaker. She encourages everyone she meets by living out her life's motto, Inspire Others, Inspire Yourself. Welcome to the show, Lana. Hey,
1: hi, Sherry. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Hi, we are so excited. I know the listeners and the viewers are going to be so excited to be part of this conversation today. I cannot wait to hear about your journey, and I just want to say thank you in advance. And I always start the podcast with asking this question. How do
1: you define success? Success that's a big question. <laughs> but you know what? My jam is hope. So it's, it's really mm. easy to just say when I can restore someone's hope, whether that's just in general life or whether mm. that's creatives, which creatives are my extra jam. Definitely. Um, that just, that's success to me. I love it when someone there, there's been so many writers that have, come through heart print that they're like, Lana, someone said one time, you're you're not good enough. And it Mm. shut them down for years. It will shut people down. And you know, words are powerful.
0: Yeah.
1: And we can use them, right? For life or death. We can. So if I can restore that person's hope and say, no, 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 you are a writer. You Mm -hmm. can do this. And this is why that's that success to me.
0: Wow. That is that is so powerful. And I'll tell you what, I think that's been one of the key lessons that I've learned specifically in my walk with Christ was and is to make sure that we're speaking life into others, specifically the people that are almost like the closest to us, right? Like we forget so often to speak life over those. And even myself, gosh, when I did the movie Overcomer, one of the things that the Lord really spoke to me was speak life over your husband, even when you're in a situation that you might not be so happy with him, you know, (laughs) those moments, but speak life over him because you yes. your your tongue can bring death. Like that's a that's a that's a powerful tool. And I love that you said that and, and just speaking life over people that God has called into something. We don't know what God's called everybody into, but we have an opportunity as believers to speak life over them and into them as they walk out their faith and their journey. And that is so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. I love that. I love that. Well, I i, I want to talk to you a little bit about your journey, because I think it's the coolest thing to hear people's stories. And that's really what we do here. We talk about the art of storytelling. And I think th- telling our stories is a powerful tool in sharing our our walk. And so I'd love to hear, like, when did God call you? To this? Like, what does it look like for you? When did you know? And what, what's your journey been like as you've journeyed into teaching writing and doing all the things that you're doing?
1: Yes. Well, you know, I think, honestly, from a very young age, I've always loved to encourage people. I, I've, I actually have, if this is kind of, you know, um, probably... I shouldn't probably say TMI, but you know, in high school, <laughs> when you write, when you write um, on your senior high school pictures, mm-hmm. I had all my senior high school pictures, and I wrote on the back of them specific notes for every single friend that I wanted my high school picture to go to. Right? I found them like ten years ago. Never gave them out. <laughs> Never gave them out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think that's so cool. <laughs> but so it just reminded me that wow, like I, I feel like I just have. This is who I was meant to be, was to encourage others. And so specifically with writing and heartprint writers group, it was very interesting because my first love is music. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the recording industry, was part owner of a very large recording. Uh, complex in upstate New York for ten years. Uh-huh. You know, I grew up with Prince and Madonna. I was the Madonna girl. And mm-hmm. not anymore, though. Not anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. Wait, wait, wait. disclaimer. disclaimer. Uh, no, disclaimer.
0: I know. My husband always goes, "What kind of music do you want to listen to?" And I'm like, "I don't know where we at because it might be rock and roll." <laughs>
1: No, sorry, <laughs> disclaimer. But old Madonna, maybe. Um That's right. so but anyways, so when when God led us from upstate New York, Rochester, New York, mm-hmm. to Franklin, Tennessee, I thought I was going to continue in the music industry and be my brother's right hand girl. He had moved down here. And it was interesting, and in, we found this local church, and I was sitting there and just looking through the bulletins, seeing how can I connect? Because I need to connect. I'm an extrovert. I need community. And I knew God was like, you need to, you need to get into community fast. That's who you are. So I, I remember just looking through and I remember seeing an invitation to a, a, a writer's group. Mm. And something just moved in me. And I was like, okay. Well, yeah, but I want to join the worship team and I want to be in the choir and I want to rock my bass guitar on the worship, you know, and it was so interesting, but God really said, you know what? I have not shut down music in you. Music is there for you always, but I know you. And right now I need you to change over to literary and just trust me, just trust me. So I know I could cry. I, I probably will. I'm a professional crier. So you know, when God moves you like that, you yeah. know, in such a big way, I was like, okay, father. And I'm so thankful that I said, okay, okay. Yeah. Father. Even though yes. my heart is music, father, my heart with you is more. So I'm going to yeah. trust you in this. Yeah. So I joined, um, New voices, writing ministry. And that became that ended up being the template Mm. for the writers group, heartprint writers group that was birthed ten years later at a different church.
0: Wow. Wow. I love that. And I love when you say yes to God. It's like you never know where He's going to take us. You never know what He's going to do in your life or how He's going to use you. But man, it is so good to know that He is faithful and His plan supersedes ours all day long. I, I look back and I go, Lord, if I was the one that had been charting this course, which you know we all do, right? I'm a, right. I'm a big, you know, type A and, you yeah. know, weirdo when it comes to figuring that stuff out. But I can only imagine like, me trying to chart out my course and and some of the things that I've been through looks so much different and it's so much greater. He's so, so faithful. Wonderful. He's so faithful. In fact, I think he actually pulls things out of us we would have never ever done on our own. And when we talk about the sweet spot, it's like he's like going, "Listen, let me just find the sweet spot in you because I love you and I am going to use you for my kingdom and my glory." And it's so powerful. And I. I actually hurt often for people who don't just open their hands up and go okay God let me let me do this and 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 my I'll quickly say this when I started in my journey in Hollywood you know when God called me to women I was like no that. you actually you, you actually have the wrong woman. They're hormonal, they're challenging, and I have boys, and um I think you've made a mistake.
1: Right. Totally. And you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: and there's still days like, you know, and then he gets a hold of me. But um, but the thing is, is that I said yes to him and the journey has been greater than I could have ever imagined.
1: Always. Always and, it's just like
0: crazy cool. So, talk to me a little bit about what it looks like for you as you walk through this journey. I know you're a mom and your wife. How has that journey been for you as a mother and a wife? How how does that work day in and day out? Um, to Also, you, you obviously are doing great things. You're teaching and mentoring a lot of people and you're running a company. You're an entrepreneur. You're doing all these things. Talk a little bit about some of the challenges that you might face and how you tackle them.
1: Yes, yes. Well, thankfully, my husband started a business here in Franklin mm. and I was able to stay home and work to take care of his books, you know, take care of all the administration, all the marketing, that type of thing. So I was able to be home for when the kids got home and I could squeeze in the writing, you know, while I was home in Mm -hmm. between working, before the kids got home from school, that type of thing. So it was definitely wonderful. And I was so thankful to be able to do that. I I remember Mm -hmm. just when I have my kiddos, it's not going to matter. I'm going to need, I'm going to need to be home. I want to be home when they get home. And that's just the way it is. So I was able to write. um, And just, you know, when I found those little pockets, you know, you have to be intentional about it. You Mm -hmm. have to definitely make that time and say, okay, this is my week. It's a crazy week, but Mm -hmm. I need to be intentional of the, of the call that God has called me to, or I feel Mm -hmm. like it's slapping him in the face. You know, when yeah. we don't do the call that that God is requiring us in this moment, and I don't believe you can do all things. That's why mm-hmm. it was okay. God really said, you know what, honey, you're not going to do music now, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to bring that back later, but you right. can't do right. everything right now to do it well. So just right. do the next step. And that's what I tell my writers, just the next step. That's all God yeah. is requiring you to do.
0: Absolutely. That's so good because I think that's a struggle for all mamas, right? Like we have our babies and it's the greatest joy that we could have ever had. And I tell, I tell women that all the time. I'm like, listen, love the season you're in. And it's really difficult because I remember being back there in that stage. And when Mm -hmm. you're changing diapers or you're talking baby talk all day long, or you're feeling (laughs) frustrated because you haven't been able to get done what you think you're going to be able to get done, whether it's a shower or whatever it might look like. But there's no greater gift than your children, and yes. and just mm-hmm. this that, because they're sharpening you as well. And I love how God takes us through this season. And it's like again, we just have to trust Him through the process. Tell me a little bit about, or or maybe you can even share, like how would you encourage women who are listening that are still in the stage of little kids, and they are like, man, God has got a call on my life, and I'm just trying to figure out how to balance this because I got to get to that call. How would you encourage them?
1: Yes, you know, don't beat yourself up don't beat yourself up. You know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to be mad. Mm. You're going to think, Oh, I want, I I want, I want to still be me. I'm not just mommy. I'm not just mommy. God, Mm. what are you doing? You've given me these, these visions, these dreams, but I feel like I can't do them because I'm constantly doing this or that. You know what? Calm down. Calm down (laughs) in Jesus. Calm down in Jesus. It's going to get done. You know, if you need to let go, and this is one thing, let go of the things that, you can let go of there right. are things that you can let go of you think you can't you can when you really sit down and say you know what is really important to me mm-hmm. are dishes important right now right, or right. is my writing important right now or is my husband important you know what I mean yeah. so and of course you know he's always important but you know what I mean with prioritizing right. your day and don't beat yourself up and just let let things go let things yeah. go that, that aren't yeah. really um, important
0: You know, it's so good that you just said prioritize your day. I think that was one of the lessons that I really had to learn as a mother, a wife. You know, I always had an entrepreneurial spirit as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to tell you, I would get into this spin cycle. And I was trying to do all things all the time throughout the entire day, and so when I figured out how to prioritize my day and yes. actually set myself up for success, which really did start with um, time with the Lord first in the morning, and a good cup of coffee to make sure that I was in the right mindset <laughs> to tackle everything needed. And number two, really being present—that was something else I had to really learn how to do. Is those are important moments, so allow that present to be between me and my husband as he's getting ready to go to work or just having that moment. And actually, it ended up being so much more peaceful so that then when I was with the kids, same thing, get that moment, handle that moment. And then by the time I was able able, yes, in the priority of my day to schedule out what it was that I was going to be working on, I actually had peace that surpassed the understanding that God was giving, not the crazy spin cycle of just going, how can I get like 30 minutes in of what I'm supposed to be doing? But it really took someone to speak into my life to give me those strategic points to be mindful of them. You're listening to the Edify Podcast Network. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back.
0: As you're talking a little bit about that, because writing is a really big deal. Yes. And it takes a lot of mind power and mind space. And it does take, um, it takes perseverance. Yes. And it really does take, uh, you know, this mindset of like, I'm going to be very focused in this particular time of the day. How would you say to anyone who's looking at a career in writing, how should they structure their days to set themselves up for success?
1: Yes, well, it's different from for everybody, of course. if you're a morning person, right? If you're yeah. a night person, so understand who you are, number one. Don't force yourself to be someone you are not. yeah. so if you are hey, i I'm a night person personally. so if you but you if you are a morning person, then do get up at five o'clock. Yeah. You know? and something that I tell usually when people are talking about time management because it's something that creatives I mean we all struggle with right right're absolutely creating things what do I do next what what I say is write everything down that you have to do and that, and that you've done actually that you've already done it's good because when you write as your day is going on you're writing it down when you can look at that week, After you've written it down, Mm -hmm. you can see a pattern of bad habits, good habits, things you might need to tweak, change, move around, whatever. Mm -hmm. It gives you that macro, right? Look over to say, oh, I didn't realize that I did that and that's why I didn't get to that and that's why I did you know what I mean and that's why I was frustrated you can really see patterns yeah and so it's really helpful to just learn le- learn who you are learn your rhythm and mm-hmm. then adjust accordingly because it's going to continually change as your kids grow, get older. I am actually officially an empty nester right now. My my kiddos are, you know, my son is gonna turn 30 this year. So I'm in a different stage. So be intentional, know who you are and 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 yeah and learn and grow from from your patterns.
0: I love that. And I think that's so strategic, right? Like that is such a strategic way to handle ourselves because we do, I used to tell um, the girls in the study that would come to my home all the time for the women in my world, get to know who you are in Christ. Know your identity and know how he's created you. Um, And that also means how you are as far as, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? What are your weaknesses and your strengths? What are all those things about you and who you are so that you're able to craft that strategic way of doing things in your life and doing them, yes. I think, I don't want to always say, well, but I, at least I want to say like peacefully, right? Like yes. you can at least yes. tackle them with a different type of emotional attachment to them. Yes. Can I, yeah.
1: can I interject something right there? Because it yeah. is something that is so important. When we get overwhelmed as moms, as writers, as women, where you find peace that is where that is where God is. God is where peace is. Yeah. So if you are not peaceful about something, don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you're not peaceful about that next step, you know, find out more information, whatever you need to do, but stay in peace because God is not a god of chaos. That's correct. And so when you feel that peace, that's when you know that okay, this is right. This is right. And mm-hmm. so just listen to that.
0: I love that and I think that's so important for us to re- be reminded of is our God is a God of clarity not confusion. Yeah. And and how do we how do we work through our day and the calling on our life? Tell me a little bit about how you go through the process of praying about um being a writer, being an author, praying about what God wants you to write about. You know, what is it? How do you walk through those steps with the Lord to go, hey Lord, is this is this my idea or is this your idea?
1: (laughs) Right.
0: Oh, that's a big one too, right? It's big, (laughs) it's big. I like ask that question all the time. I always say, Is this your desire or God's will? Like we always have to go, we have to get
1: in line with that because man, if we don't, Yes, 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 yes. So I have to tell my, I have to life, co- I'm a life coach. I have to life coach myself every minute of every day. Okay. Yep. And so is it a good idea or is it a God idea? Right. That's it. The way that you really can discern that is mm-hmm. when you are in, so in alignment with the Lord's will for your life, you are bumping into God everywhere mm-hmm. you go. So good. If you're pointing into God everywhere you go, if you are really the strength in your relationship with the Lord is going to help you know to the left or to the right, it's going to help you know when it's a good idea or a God idea, because you're going to have confirmation from Mm -hmm. friends. You're going to have confirmation from loved ones. You're going to have confirmation from the Lord. I honestly, God speaks to me in nature many many things are confirmed when i'm looking out and i and i see something in nature that god is like yes and amen it's little god winks little god kisses right mm-hmm. yeah. so be so strong in the lord so that means what does that mean having an intentional relationship like any other relationship right yeah. you have yes. to spend time with that person mm-hmm. you have to um be in be in that person's presence and and just, in, and obviously learn about that person and walk a long life with that person to have any great relationship. Well, it's the same with God. You have mm-hmm. to be intentional about, you know, whether, you know, I, I like my devotions in the morning. I will start out with God, you know, bookend your day with God. That's always yes. a good thing. Right. right. And then worship. Find yourself a good church. Find yourself a great writer's group, right? If you're yeah. a writer, writer's group. If you're not a writer, find your people. Find your tribe. Find those Christians that will lock arms with you in this war of life because yeah. we're in a war. Right. You know, we fight not against, right, flesh and blood, but mm-hmm. principalities and powers of the air. So whoever your tribe is, get mm-hmm. you one, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And live intentionally with them and make sure that they're challenging you in the Lord and not just like, oh, you're okay all the time. You're great. I love you. No, no, no. You need warriors, mm-hmm. women warriors that can lock arms with you and say, you know what? You're being really not cool right now. This is yeah. not the word of the Lord. This is not yeah. what are you doing? So yeah. finding finding your tribe, you know, finding a good church, worship, you know, all of those things that just keep you in the sphere of the Lord, right? And in his presence. And that's Uh, that's going to lead you to the right next next decision. I love that.
0: I love that. And that's so often what we're missing in our day in and day out because we get so focused on listening to the world and the world does not have the answer. Yeah. It is chaotic yes. and it tells you, actually, I think social media and so much of what our world is sharing with all of us today is it's like, oh, it's okay. You can be all by yourself. You don't need anybody else. You don't need anything else. You don't need to be uh, you know, challenged or you don't need, and it's like, no, 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 no. That's not even the way God created us. He created us to be in relationship first yes. with him and then with others. And so, but I love the point, too, of like, you need to be praying about the the, the people that you put and bring into your camp. You yes. know, I always think it's, um, in fact, I was just sharing with one of my other girlfriends and I said, you know, it's really interesting that we so often think about being equally yoked with only, we're only in the mindset of like our husband, right? Like the partnership, <laughs> husband, marriage. Oh, it's equally yoked. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good thing. I hope you're all equally yoked. But... But that means that we're supposed to do that with friendships. Yes. We should be really looking at that even in our business relationships. Yes. Um, and and when we look at those things and we really pray about them, God is going to be diligent to answer those prayers. And I am always reminded by Joshua going out and going into the desert and he's fighting and everything's going really great. And then all of a sudden these people come into his camp and they don't pray about whether or not they're supposed mm-hmm. to be there. But they let him in and God's like, well. Right. Guess what? Right. They get to stay because you didn't seek me first.
1: Right. Man,
0: it's yes. a big thing. Is it God or us? Yes. Tell me, tell me a little bit about, because there's so many women that I encounter that they're either writing books, they love nonfiction or fiction, or they're trying to write screenplays, or they're now writing blogs, or whatever that might look like. Tell us a little bit about. Um, what are some of the steps that you tell these women to dig into as they're starting to prepare these works? And how did they actually plug into, one, how do they prepare themselves knowing it's the right work? And how can they, you know, walk through the steps of what's, I guess what I'm trying to ask you is like, there are key points for us to follow when we're writing something, right? You know, what does that look like? And then number two, how do they get involved with you and your writer's group and so that they can flourish in what they're getting ready to create?
1: Sure, sure. And I love that you said flourish because that is the word the Lord gave to me several years ago about flourishing and and harvest. So that's beautiful. Another confirmation. There you go. I I would high five you right now if I could, (laughs) or, you know, with like coffee cups or something. I'm a high five girl. So we're good. (laughs) Okay. Right, right, right. Get it down. Just get it down. Everybody overthinks their writing and they say, oh, but I don't know the outline. I don't know the chapters. I, you know, I don't know where this is going. I don't know where I'm going. Again, calm down. Find the peace of God. And all you need to do is let the words just pour out of you. Because when you let them pour out and do not edit, save that for later. Do not edit as you write. Everyone does it. Don't do it. You know, yeah. little, little things here and there. Yeah. But don't, no, just literally get it out. Spelling wrong, grammar wrong, everything wrong. You know what I'm saying? Just because go. Because when you get it out, it will tell you what the chapters are. Yeah. It will tell you what what it needs to be. And the, you know, the Lord will work through your work and mm. it will literally tell you, okay, this needs to be a blog. This needs, and that's, what's good right. also about being in a community of a writer's group. It's essential yeah. because I love my husband all day long, but he has no idea what the heck I'm talking about when I start talking about my writing and the thing, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, I totally right. do. Find your tribe. Because they will also many times we have church in our writers group. Every single time we meet, Mm -hmm. we have church Mm -hmm. because we are pouring into each other's lives. We're speaking into each other's lives. We're giving prophetic words. We're saying, hey, did you think of this? Maybe that because we all have experiences and knowledge that the other person does not have. So that Mm -hmm. is what's so important about his community is wherever we're at at whatever level we're at, we have faith. We have people who are well known in our writers group. We have people who are not yet known, yet known in our writers group. And so in everything in between, so we need to, and so we just help each other. That's what we do. So
0: it's so, that's so good.
1: Yes. And that will help you know, oh, I didn't even think about making this into a play or, you know, uh, whatever, a blog or putting it in a magazine article. And there are many people in our writers group that are like, hey, I know a submission about this. So this is what you need to do. So that's why find a writers group. Find a writer's group. And then the second question was how do they
0: they, yeah, how do they find you and get involved with with what you're doing and the and and just to be a part of something like what you're doing right now?
1: Yes. I would I would start trying to find a local writer's group. It's always better in person, right? Yeah. Always better in person. And just start asking the Lord. Father, help me, help me find my tribe, help me and start asking the questions, start asking around with your friends and your other creatives, maybe, and say, Mm -hmm. Hey, do you know, you know, do you know about a writer's group? Look online, you know, Mm -hmm. we can totally do that too. So I would definitely say find something local. But if you, if you can't, for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. find another creative, you know, get your bestie if they're creative and be creative with them. Start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did want to um, touch on the prayer again. Uh, praying, finding a team to pray over your project That's good is key. Yeah. Even before you know what it is, it's okay. You don't have to wait till the book launch to get a prayer team.
0: Yeah. Well, we do that in, we do that in the films too. So we, everything is like, we've got a prayer team attached. We're already praying before, you know, we're praying while we're writing. We've got people praying, you know, in the pre-production, the production part that are on set. We've got people praying for the post-production, like prayer is moving mountains and it is huge. And I think going back really quick to, to the writing, you know, I never aspired to be a writer ever. Like that really was not in my DNA growing up or anything. I loved performing. I loved doing, you know, putting on silly shows and whatever. But <laughs> being a writer was not in my DNA. And all of a sudden it was like, here here comes God and he's got the plan, right? But my writing partner and I, when we write together, I love, she started as a Disney fellow with the studios, you know, writing television. And I love her response to stuff. And she always says, just throw up. On the page. And I'm like, that's so gross, first of all. But she's like, just throw up because your throw up actually is going to be what is going to be the best part of the piece that you're writing. And it was such there was such peace and just the ability to like let myself go. And I think the second thing that I found was I was trying to really reach for some things that I really didn't know and and I'm not sure. You know, I was trying to reach and do things that I didn't know or that I never had any, like, experience with or, you know. But what I realized really quickly is my pieces that I actually had experience with that God had been bubbling up inside of me for a long time and delivering a certain message to me. When I actually started to ink the page, you know, I realized, like, wow, that actually is coming from something so much greater and deeper than I could have ever imagined, you know. And so I love that. But I love that you said, too, about getting in that community. Tell us how people, though, can follow you and how they can find you. And because you're a life coach, and I can tell you are phenomenal. You shine right through this computer screen. And so I wish we were in person. Um, But tell, tell everyone how they can find you and follow you and stay connected. And then tell everyone what's next for you.
1: Sure. i uh, you can find me at livelaughlana.com. I love that. And if you want to email me, it's, it's right there, lana at livelaughlana.com. And that's how you can get to me. <clears throat> so there are there's a lot of things coming in the future right now. I actually started created this show with my girlfriend Sherry. She's a fellow <laughs> Italian. Okay, I'm half Italian. I'm, I'm Italian and German, and I love I'm a I'm an upstate New Yorker. I met Sherry Adams who is from Rhode Island and she's another Italian and mm. we just bonded. Mm. We just bonded, right northern northern Italian girls, right? Absolutely. So we we created this show called the Shalana show. <laughs> and you can actually find that it's 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 her name and my name, so it's her but her name is spelled C H E E so it's C H E and then L O N A Show you can find us on YouTube and Instagram. And we just post, you know, this this season that we've come out of. I don't even want to say what it was because I don't even mm. want to give any power the C word. Right. That's right. Um, we at first were like, okay, we're gonna we want to be called the women of wisdom. We want to give wisdom from the Lord, we want to help other moms, we wanna, we wanna do like, and then we're like, you know what? We just need to laugh, okay? Yeah. People yeah. need to laugh. Laughter is medicine. That's scriptural. Mm-hmm. You know, we need medicine for our souls. We need to laugh. So it's just a fun three to five minute show. Love it. We just laugh and encourage other moms. So doing that, also my Habakkuk's Hope, mm-hmm. which is a Bible study to literally, if you're in any stage of hopelessness, it helps you process. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you find yourself in the story, whether that's with Habakkuk or me, I share my wrestling journey. We kind of parallel with Habakkuk's wrestling journey. And in it, in it, in it, you just kind of put yourself in the story and follow through the book back to hope. And so it's something that... Uh, I feel very passionate about, again, I'm the hope girl. So if I can restore your hope in any way, shape, or form, I'm going to do it because that's putting the enemy in his place, right? So good. So I would like to get that translated into Italian. I'm in the works to do that. And I met a sweet Italian teacher that helped me with my high school Italian. (laughs) When I went to Italy for my husband and I um, had our 25th wedding anniversary, we went to Italy. And so I wanted to brush up on my Italian. So I Mm -hmm. found this great Italian teacher here in town. Love her, Patty Franklin. Um, And you know what? She just got married. Sorry, Patty. (laughs) Shh. Chavez. Sorry <laughs> if I'm saying that wrong, patty So sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I want to I'm gonna translate Habekhak's hope into Italian. I mm. have it done. And then go to Italy wow. and bring the message of hope wow. to them with wow. a book tour and some speaking engagement. So those are kind of a few things that are going on in my life for the future.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. And I think, you know, I just one one last question for you because you did kind of bring up, you know, we don't want to see that c word. Um, What are some of the things in today's culture, though, in the entertainment and media and writing sphere that you see that people really need, uh, that they really just need? I mean, I don't know that there's any more of that, but I think that we really need some good stuff, some faith and family friendly stuff that we can dig into.
1: Yes. Laughter. We need to laugh and we need connection. Connection. Connection and laughter. I think is really what we need right now. I love that.
0: Well, I want to say thank you for joining us today. Thank you for just hanging out with me and inspiring me and encouraging me. <laughs> and um, I, I'm really excited. I hope that I get to meet you in, yes, me in Tennessee you. very soon. And um, I am just so grateful for you. So thank you, Lana, for being with us. I'm just praying over your ministry and just excited, excited to have a new woman in my world. So.
1: Yes. Me too, girl. Me too. Thank you awesome. so much. Appreciate Thank it. you
0: so much for joining me. And I just want to encourage everyone to go on and make sure that you download the Edify podcast for the women in my world. Make sure that you download it. You share it with your friends. You are not going to want to miss the guests. They inspire, encourage, and they share how they are doing life's journey day in and day out. So make sure you check it out. Edify, Apple, Spotify, be one of the women in our world. Thanks for joining us.